I'm Chris Ronzio, and this is Process Makes Perfect Daily. Welcome to today's episode. This is your daily dose of the Process Makes Perfect podcast by Trainual, the one-stop shop to learn to start, systemize, and scale your business. Let's get into it. Finding investors may not be the best way to go about funding your startup. For small businesses and startups, leveraging credit card debt is another valid option. Chris breaks down why and how he used credit cards to get Tranual's funding off the ground. Okay, so I want to preface this whole thing by saying that I never recommend using your credit cards to start a business because when you just get started, you're experimenting and trying to figure out what works and that is not a good use of debt because if it doesn't work and you get overextended, you end up with this crazy bill that you might never be able to pay and no one wants to be in that position. But when I do recommend debt is when you're scaling a business. So once you've figured out how to get customers and what those customers will pay you, you can use debt, leverage debt to go out and find more of those customers if the economics make sense. So I want to walk you through the same formula I went through with Trainual and the reason why I ended up maxing out all my credit cards before we raised any money. So here's how it breaks down. The first thing you got to know about your business is what it costs you to get a customer. Now, if you're just getting started and you only have a couple customers, this might be hard to calculate. So you've got to make some kind of educated guess. If you're running Facebook ads or Instagram ads and you've gotten a few customers, you can probably take a more educated guess. Or if you've gotten customers mostly from word of mouth, referrals, that sort of thing, you can try to factor in how much time you've spent networking and building those relationships and then just divide out your salary costs. That's kind of like the ground zero sales team. So either you've got a sales model or you've got a marketing model, but either way, you've got to have a customer acquisition cost. So that's called your CAC, customer acquisition cost. All right. So for the purposes of conversation, let's say that our customer acquisition cost over here is $100. It costs us $100 to go get a customer. Now that number might be really small if what you're doing is consulting or services or something where people pay you thousands of dollars, but for a small software product like what we have, let's just use a flat number, $100. So that means every time you spend $100 in advertising, you can predictably get one customer and hopefully that scales with the life of the business. This will change over time. But once you know approximately your customer acquisition cost, the next thing you wanna know is what customers pay you on average. So in software like Trainual, we break this into a monthly cost, a monthly price, and we call this the average revenue per user or per unit, and that's per month. So let's say the ARPU of that customer is $20. So that means every month, once you acquire this customer, they pay you $20 and they chip away at that cost that you paid to go get them. Now, the last thing that you want to know is the lifetime value, LTV. These are super important metrics to know for your business. Lifetime value, you can just kind of take a stab at if you're just starting. But what this is, is how much money will that customer pay you over the life cycle of them being a customer with you? This could be a couple months, it could be just a day if it's a one-time purchase, or it could be years if they're a long-time customer. And so you wanna think, what is an approximate lifetime value of that account? When we were starting out, I just kind of ballparked and said, maybe they'll be with us a year, maybe two years, maybe 18 months. Okay, so let's make it two years. So it's 
times 24 months of that customer means their lifetime value for you is $480. Okay, so what we're looking at here is it costs us $100 to get that customer. They pay us $20 a month on average for 24 months. So over their lifetime, they'll be worth $480. Now, once you understand this funnel, I want to walk you through what it looks like to use debt for this. So if you think $20 into 100 means that that customer will pay back the cost of acquisition in five months. And with your typical credit card, you might be like a 15, 18, 20% APR. So that's like a 1.5% a month annual percentage rate on the interest you're paying. And remember, the first 30 to 60 days from making that purchase are within your statement period and then within the due date that the bills due. So 30 to 60 days could almost be free to use that money on a credit card. So now let's say we carried that for four months. We had the statement period and we carried for four more months. That's our five months. Over the course of four months, I paid $6 in interest if I didn't pay off any of the principal. This is really simple math. But let's say it cost us $100 to get the customer plus $6 in interest that I paid means that customer cost me $106. And by month five, I am profitable. Now, this assumes that you're purely profitable on their subscription, that there's no cost of goods sold. So there's a lot of assumptions here, but I'm giving you my experience from Trainual, which is a software business with really high gross margins. So if I can pay back a customer in five months that cost me about $6, that $106 then over the lifetime of that customer turns into $480. And the difference that you know, $374 or whatever is what you make in profit on that customer. So the question is this, if the $100 is gonna be paid back anyway, would you spend $6 in interest to make over $350 in lifetime value of that customer? You can turn reliably $6 into $350. Would you do that? My answer was yes. And let me walk you through another level of why it's important. So in the software world, your business is often valued based on a multiple of your annual recurring revenue. In other industries, it could be totally different. It could be based on your EBITDA, your profit, something like that. But in software, it's typically a multiple of your top line annual recurring revenue. So if this customer right here is spending $240 a year with me, and I got some kind of software multiple like you're seeing in all the headlines today of 10X maybe, that means that that customer is worth $2,400 to the value of my business. So never mind the fact that you paid $106 to go make another 350 in profit, you paid that $6 in interest to add a $2,400 value to the business. These are the economics that come into play when you determine whether you should use debt to fund your business. But based on that calculation, hopefully what you can see is that I'm not going into debt, I'm leveraging debt, leveraging other institutional money or whatever it is to go out and reliably acquire customers, 
pay them a little fee for letting me borrow the money for a few months. And then once I've paid it back, that customer continues to be profitable and adds to the valuation of my business. I know this stuff can be technical, but that's the reason why I was willing to tap into all my credit cards. Because when investors come into your business and they're offering you money based on a certain valuation, why would you take investor money if you could still exercise your own ability to use debt, to use whatever credit is available to you? Shouldn't you grow your business as much as you could before you bring in someone else? That's a decision for you to make, but this is how I ended up in $300,000 of credit card debt with a disgruntled wife, and then how I spun that into a highly valued business that today is doing very well. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Process Makes Perfect Daily. We're releasing these mini episodes every Monday through Thursday, and be sure to catch our full length episodes every Friday. Tons more content, including video versions of everything over on YouTube at Chris Ronzio. And be sure to connect with me on LinkedIn and Instagram. I'd love to hear from you.